And a check curious. and a check and it's and we're live here talking about Big Brother 22. Big Brother 22. All here stars. My big brother, Dave Mater. We're hey. here talking about everything that's going on here on Sunday, August 9th. Talking about the nominations. If you are reaching us, if you are hearing us, if you are uh, participating in this general forum really of what we're talking about big brother right now and the all-stars and everybody that's back and uh if you're joining us here tonight and you see the feed please chime in please ask us questions we want you to be involved as much as we are involved uh <laughs> exactly. dave what did you think about tonight uh any standouts any people who kind of were underwhelming what did you kind of make of the tonight's episode of big brother 22 what's the headline at this hour yeah, what would, what what would be the headline that, that is coming to your mind walking away from just watching this episode? The initial reaction, the knee-jerk reaction, if you will. Knee-jerk reaction. My knee-jerk reaction is that Cody um, was a bit disappointing here. Uh, that, my my uh, brother Cody? Yeah, you're, yeah Cody, Polly's brother Cody. Um, I don't think he is... Um, he kind of disappointed me tonight. Let's just say that. But why, I also why did think he disappoint you? Use your be words. Because there's times where I think Cody comes across incredibly intelligent and uh, articulate in the diary room. There are times where I think that he's mm -hmm. uh, very focused um, and seems to really have a great strategy. But a lot of what I saw him do tonight, the way he handled conversations with Kaser and Janelle, and uh, just in, in just you know him. Uh, him going with Nicole, uh, you know, like that, like because that's his BB 16 connection. Uh, mm -hmm. I just think, you know, it kind of goes back to, you know, how much was Cody, how much was Derek back in BB 16, you know, how much has Derek sort of been floating along because, and how much better is Cody than Paul, like his brother? Um, and maybe not as much as we think he is or as much as his reputation says he is. Uh, but we're going to see how this plays out. We're going to see what the fallout of this HOH is with Cody. Uh, obviously, him targeting... He was pretty It was pretty clear he was going for K-Star and Janelle. They obviously... Only two of them played. This, his reaction to right. that, where he was like, well, they didn't tell me that they weren't feeling safe. Well, why would they tell you that they're not feeling safe? You made them feel unsafe. And so yeah. this is the, this is your you have to pay for that, but that's it. Just kind of speaks to sort of how Cody speak, uh, thinks in a social context, how he relates to the other house guests, who he aligns with, who he doesn't, what he respects, um, and and so. Uh, I thought it was great. I was like, well, Kaser, who cares between who wins between Kaser and Janelle? Obviously, they're going to save one another in this episode tonight. Uh, they do. That's exactly what how it plays out. So then uh, Derek then, uh, sorry, Cody then uh, targets Kevin and Keisha. He was already kind of thinking, he was already talking about Keisha earlier on in the episode. Right. But basically they're the, the next kind of uh, set of older players. So he's kind of basing it on age. He's basing it on seasons he doesn't know. Um, right. You guys have like Keisha for sure. Yes. And he's kind of, it's a new school versus old school thing. And I think for him, you know, I think in terms of how to play a first week HOH, it's not, uh, it's not great. Well, I think he, he did certain things good. I think he has a majority of the house on his side and won't put him up next week. I think that's kind of what you want to do when you're HOH to defend Cody a little bit here. I think he made good bonds with certain people. He made good bonds with Enzo, with 
with uh, certainly with Memphis. He seemed to like just have like a one-off conversation with Tyler, and it was like we're good, okay, no worries there. Um, he didn't really talk to like certain players like David or Ian. He didn't really talk to those people. Um, but what I did notice was with Cody, he played a lot like he did in BB sixteen, where he's very nice to you. He doesn't. He 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 wants to be the guy to hug you even though he's going to put you up which is exactly what he ended up doing he was i mean i don't know how much that was acting on kevin's part how much he was kind of like playing up to cody was he trying to manipulate him was it genuine i mean cody believed it was genuine but kevin like right after he was nominated was like i'm coming after you cody so like there was a lot of like uh, this is how cody played in bb16 it's really no different i mean you could plop the same cody from bb16 to now and, and it's the same guy uh, yeah. he he didn't really adapt himself and i think because he thinks it's success- successful it's a successful approach that i think he has that derek said to him you know you got to play nice you got to not make enemies and you know leave the finer strategy to later you know and i do think that's a good approach but i think his mistake is he's targeting really good players and he's gonna have to take that blood and now here's the deal he janelle and caser know he was against them and so does now kevin and keisha so those four players are against cody and and that's yeah yeah. that's a lot of the house i mean there's only 16 players so so if you have four people against you immediately you still have a huge majority but you gotta hope that majority lasts and i don't know if it will yeah, that's why I think it's a disappointing uh, play here. And but I, you're you're right. It's not unexpected. This is the exact same Cody. Cody is one of the popular, beautiful kids. That's how he plays. Yeah. That's his sort of mo. Uh, you know, most of his BB16 career was spent. What was her name? Um, Christine. No, the one, the one um, from Arizona. That yeah, you know, the barista. I, uh, her name. Yeah, Christine. Me, I believe it was Christine. Her, yeah. I believe it was right. And he yep. spent most of the time like cuddling with her all the time. And he did. And, and he he kind of had his you know Frankie and 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 Beast Mode Cowboy. And that was his core alliance, right? They were they were you know basically Derek was kind of the ringleader, but there was you know and Cody was like his second in command, right? right. Uh, of that alliance. I, th- I think that's where Cody does well, but he's not like just in terms of how he's playing this out. And I just, and I also don't like the choices he's making. I think his, his obviously his choice to align with Nicole taints it. I think, you know, just him trying to sell to Kaser. Oh, I don't have somebody from a previous season that I know, but he, which obviously he does. And Kaser could see right through that. So everything in terms of how Cody played tonight, um, disappointing. Like I, I like, you know, he's very much going for a bro kind of an alliance. It seems like right. he's trying. He's he's kind of like he's he's inching up to Tyler. He's inching up to Memphis. Uh, some certain players like alpha males. He's trying to at least placate with, uh, and 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 uh, and and have sort of some armistice with them. Like I won't target you if you don't target me, sort of thing. Because I know that we're both competition threats. I think it was ideal for for Cody to align with Nicole for Nicole. Oh, it's good for Nicole. It's great for Nicole because Nicole now has this buffer. She does. She's basically running the HOH without Cody even kind of knowing it. I mean, like this is kind of Cody's thing, though. Cody 
would get it. He would win a ton of competitions in BB 16 and he would let other people run his HOH. This was a common theme. And this is why nobody gave him the win. This is why people know nobody wanted to vote for Cody because Cody made the same mistake. He let other people dictate what's the right thing to do. There's too many people. I can't, you know, I can't appease everybody. And that that's yes, that's true. But nobody will respect it later. So if, if, if it were me and I was Cody, what I would have done was say, hey, K, sir, hey, Janelle, let's we're the best. We're the three best competition people in here. OK. And instead of saying, oh, I'm scared of those people, because he said that in a DR today, he's I'm scared of Janelle. I'm scared of K, sir, because they are both great at competitions. Yeah. He's good at competitions. So instead of saying, oh, I, I got to get these people out and be so I can win all the competitions. And instead, what he should have done was not create competition for himself, but be, create an alliance for himself of those those competitors, because that's what you really want to do in Big Brother. I think you want to align with people that win competitions. If you're because, like the Cody archetype or you're one of these strong competitor archetypes, right? Like I think sure. if you're, if you're an Ian type, I think it's different. Um, he's also a great competition. I would want to align with him. The people I would not want to align with would be like Davon, uh, Enzo, uh, David, uh, the, you know, the players that suck at the competitions, I would not want to align with because I know I would beat them a majority of the time in the HOH competition. And then, the my, therefore, my alliance would be safe. Therefore, my alliance would not target me. And that that is the real great way to get further in the game because you're you then don't have to worry all the time. Oh, I got to win this veto. Oh, I got to win the safety. Oh, I got to, you know, whatever. You got to win the buyback or, you know, all these different things to keep yourself safe later on in the game. You want the players that are good at the competitions. Tyler is another one. Like, I get why Cody wanted to align with Tyler. But Nicole, like, come on, what are you doing? Like, nobody likes Nicole. Everybody knows nobody likes Nicole. Just because you played a season with her does not mean you need to align with her, Cody. What you should do is probably, I think, if I were him, I would have I would have nominated David and Devon. That's who I would have nominated because both of those people have proven to suck at competitions. Um or Enzo, like, but he, you know, because he's an Italian boy from Jersey, apparently that's like the unwritten rule that you have to align with that guy because, you know, like, I, I don't really get that. Like, uh, you don't you know, do the unconventional thing, Cody. Like, you're better than this. You can, you, we see it in you. You have that potential that you, you are, you don't, we see that you don't really judge people on the most beautiful person or the most competitive person. But you do definitely seem to have this like bias, yeah. Where you, yeah. mm-hmm. where you kind of like pick people. Where like, well, I'm not going to go up to Tyler. Or I'm not going to go up to Enzo because we are like fe- uh, birds of the same feather. You know, we flock together. But I don't think he should do that. I think he should kind of align himself with the old schoolers. And if he did align himself with the old schoolers, everybody would be on Cody's side. But now he's like kind of like the enemy. What do you think about that? Well, yeah, it's all going to depend. I like I don't know how, and we won't go into spoilers quite yet. Probably later on in the stream here, we'll talk. If you, Jeff, if you have uh, spoilers, I'm not really in the loop on them. But uh, like, how this veto is going to play out? Who's going to win that? How Cody plays the rest of this out is I I'm curious about. Don't tell me yet because I don't know. But um, I, I 
I think that that's going to really kind of uh, de- determine how I rate this week for Cody uh, because, you know, he's a guy I like enough. I think he's a sweet guy in li- real life, but I think he's definitely a bias. He has a, he has a bias towards a certain type of, of person, uh, kind of like, you know, um, whatever he qualifies as sort of worthy of his, like, admiration. And then, like, I th- I don't think that Kevin and Keisha are, are not these people, but I think Kevin and Keisha definitely are just sort of at the bottom of his pecking order. And I guess, you know, that's natural. I think that's, that's not an unhuman thing to do. Like if you, if you're, if you're in there with 15 other people, some are going to be more important to you than others. And I thought his, I thought his speech tonight in the noms was good. I thought, I thought he rehearsed that. Well, I thought he delivered that all well uh, in terms of like, he's like, well, too good. It's too good. Kaser said that tonight. He's like, look, I'm too smart for your pre-rehearsed bullshit that you're going to spat out me. Uh, you know, Janelle said it too. You know, you're going to need to lie better at, to me than that to be able to really convince me I'm not safe. You know, it has to be genuine. It needs to come from a place of sincerity. And that's why I think him and Kevin have this like weird dynamic going on with each other because I do feel like Cody actually did not want to nominate Kevin, but he felt like he kind of had to because there was like this old school, new school dynamic going on that if he had put Divon up or Tyler or David or any of these or Christmas or any of these new school people, he would have kind of got a lot of backlash for it from the rest of the house. Right. But if he puts up like a Keisha and Kevin, most people, I think he put, honestly, I think he put up the two people. He, he never really watched their seasons and he didn't really know who they were. So yeah. that's who, that's who we put up. And and I think he might come to regret that decision, but he'll have that great excuse like, oh, I didn't really know who you guys were. And that's kind of Cody will get away with it because whereas like if a Nicole was the HOH the first time, it would I think she'd be like, I, I still think she's going to be a huge target. But okay, let's can we talk a bit about Nicole? Because I think she's the other sure. big player in this episode. Uh, we've alluded to her a lot uh, in, in terms of her alliance with cody uh seemingly and uh that she said okay i'm gonna go form an all-girls alliance and but i'll just come and tell you everything about it and she sort of has this reputation as a rat and sort of as a uh you know you know and i'm not really so i i I don't know if the other players the other women who she's talking about uh aligning with are going to fall for such a thing but it's you know just how nefarious it is an intent uh in, in in terms of also how dave on uh, reacted to the whole thing, right? Because uh, you know there was a there was a, a one-on-one early on in this episode where Davon and Nicole have a chat, and Nicole is very thankful to Davon for being the, the winning vote for her, but Davon is not as appreciative back towards Nicole. Nicole Davon, even despite voting for her back then uh, in BB eighteen, was it? Or nineteen, I think so. Yeah, eighteen. Yep, eighteen. Um, that she, you know, she's she doesn't she she uh, she doesn't owe anything to Nicole. Nicole might feel something like like she owes something to Davon, but it's not necessarily reciprocal. And uh, and Davon will eventually turn on Nicole given the opportunity. So yeah, like Davon kind of has a whole thing in this episode where she's like, "I'm playing to win," but I didn't really see it a lot, Davon. I mean, like I didn't see what you were doing. In the episode, and I'm saying that's not happening a lot on the live feeds, but Davon, like they keep propping up that she's this great game player, 
And I don't, I don't see it. I don't see what other people see in her, other than she's a great TV character. I do think she's really great in front of the camera, but as a game player, I think she's really bad. And and I I want it to be better. Like I actually really enjoy watching her on my television screen. But yeah, there's a reason why she went early, out early the first time, and then went out in the early jury the second time. Like she's not a great she's not great at creating bonds like i don't know what it is but there are certain players that get in there like i feel like memphis is gonna go far in this game because he's so good at relating to people and 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 like even ian we saw a scene with ian tonight where he was saying like uh you know like when you go up first like that's like that's a scary moment you know like ian made a lot of good points i felt like when he was talking to i think he was talking to keisha and janelle at one point and and it's just like there are players in the game that i just think are a lot more savvy than her as uh dave talking about dave on and including nicole i feel like nicole is just like uh, i feel like it's a little bit crocodile tears i mean i think she means it but at the same time she's playing it up she's playing it up for the show oh thank you so much you know four years later for giving me the winning vote like are you kidding me like are you did you not do this like right after the show ended where you of course you would have been thankful to anybody who voted for you she wasn't the deciding vote she was one of the four votes that she was the last vote red red sure but like the other three count just as much you know Mm -hmm. as as her vote did and she right. didn't single-handedly decide to give you the money, Nicole. Like, you know, that, right. that's taken away from the other three people that voted for you. You know, so Nicole, she's a swindler, man. She she she's she's a used car salesman. That's who she is. That that's how she plays the game. And you know, and then she goes and cries in the DR and says, oh, my God, guys, like, oh, it was so great. Devon voted for me. And it's just like, come on, girl, please. Like, you know, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you know, yeah, yeah I get it. I just well, think, like, come on, like, just be real in the DR. If you were real in the DR, people would respect you so much more. Say, you know, in the D, like, you're saying it to Cody. Why can't you say it in the DR? You're saying it to Cody. Oh, I'm going to go do this girls' alliance and then I'm going to feed you the intel. Say that in the DR. People would respect you more. But no, I got to go, oh my God, thank you, Dave. Well, did you see? Me the- you changed my life. You know, come on. Like she just ticks me off. Like, you know, like just stop. I have her in the draft, Dave. I hope she wins for the fact that I have her in the draft, but it does not matter. I have to call it like I see him. Yeah. Okay. Like I thought it was quite fitting uh, among those uh, diary room sessions where Nicole was pouring her heart up about how thankful she is towards Dave on and uh, that her, you know, her, her title now is social media influencer because I, I thought she was becoming a nurse, but I guess she gave that up. Right. Um, mm-hmm. be- because she won big brother and her life became that. Um, so, you know, the, the, the age where that's, you know, that's, you know, and I guess that's a, as legitimate a job as any, but, um, you know, I just think that the way she's playing it up in the diary room, she's got that title right under, and you gotta go, well, how much of this is genuine? How much are you playing this up for your audience? And uh, you know, I think that that there's that's not lost on most people, um, uh, you know, unless you really got blinders on for. Her. Uh, and I'm sure some do. I'm sure some are huge fans of Nicole Frenzel, for better or worse, and you know, teach their own, but. 
she's not my cup of tea. And she's not someone I would align with. She she would turn on you in a second. Like, you know, if Derek did or sorry, did Cody, I keep calling him Derek. Did Cody not watch his season? Right? Yeah. Did Cody did Cody not watch like would would as soon as Derek figured out that Nicole was kind of figuring who out his game out and that he, he couldn't control her, that Derek just got rid of her right then. Right. And and then he's seen her win another season that uh, that he wasn't on and with with his brother right because that was the yeah that was the, the season with Polly. so mm, yeah. so he would have to right like how does he how does he underestimate nicole you know I, I don't think he underestimates her i think like he said it in the episode tonight like he's like look i got the bros on my back i know i got the bros like enzo and tyler and you know all the bros that he needs on his side he's got but he can't like whatever reason Cody doesn't seem to be able to connect to the girls. He doesn't seem to have Christmas or Nicole, uh, Anthony or Janelle or all the girls that are in the house. Daniel Donato. He doesn't seem to have them in his back pocket. Like he has the guys. He has Enzo in his back pocket. He's got seems to have Memphis. He seems to have Tyler seems to have those guys. But so he wants Nicole to be able to control the whole house. And he feels like he needs Nicole to control the whole house. But he said he said in his diary room session people that I don't necessarily have relationships with. I like so we know that Davon hates Polly Calafiore, right? right? Or at least she, or at least she did when they were on that season together. And I right, they made up on the challenge somewhat, but somewhat, knows? yeah. But they they were pretty explosive. So I don't know how strong Cody and Davon are. Uh, you know, I don't. Well, they they were never on a season together, but uh, but uh, they would know each other from who Polly and uh... no Cody and Davon. Oh no, but yeah, Polly would have told him everything about Davon, especially because right. they have that connection through Polly. You right think there. like Cody would have put Paul, uh, Davon up tonight because of the whole Polly thing? You know, like he's his brother. You know, you think that would <laughs> my, bro- my brother Polly? Yeah, I'm gonna put up. Yeah, I, I like you know. I know that you had hinted towards uh, you know doing Davon and David, and maybe that's strategically the right thing to do. But it definitely wouldn't have been. It would have been strategically the wrong thing to do, just because they're both you know black, and I don't think it would have. We would have looked both too good. Gone out. Um, they would and, cry a lot. For well, sure. just considering how what happened last last season with yes. everything with everything, and too, I like, I don't want to see David done that way. But if I were David, I would have played the safety suite. I mean, if I, you go on a day three in your original season, I'm playing. You know, like <laughs> that's just me. Like Cody said, he would have played. You know, so I don't mm-hmm. know. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I just thought it was interesting that so many few people chose to do safety suite. But I also get it because nobody wants to sort of stick out. But the fact that Cody really didn't try to do better, you know, I think we've talked about that already, but like that he really failed in that regard. And sort of like, you know, who else was in consideration for Cody uh, beyond the four people that were, you know, the, you know we, had, we had K-Sar and Janelle, and then we had uh, obviously Keisha and Kevin who end up on the block. But who else was sort of uh, in the in his crosshairs was Davon one of them? Seems like was, Nicole Anthony was. Nicole Anthony um, seems like possibly was on the short list as well, but was not targeted uh, for whatever reason. Uh, Bailey was she on the show tonight? Bailey, Bailey barely like in a few scenes. She's been incredibly quiet, especially for it's Bailey. Like this is Bailey. Yes. 
um, you know, she is a, a force to be reckoned with. And um, she was quite, um, you know, subdued, actually, I thought, uh, you know, at least in terms of this edit tonight. Uh, what's going on in the live feeds, I, we will get to, I'm, I am sure. But in terms of, um, yeah, just uh, she's just kind of was talking to, I think she had like a, um, a really warm moment with Janelle. They, they had a hug. Right. Uh, when I think she had to go and do her uh, her her special costume, uh, what did you think of that? By the way, uh, the uh, the punishment that she had to wear as the second place uh, participant in that competition. I mean, classic Big Brother. I mean, that's what they do. The yeah. most non-essential characters of the episode has to wear put on a costume, make make yeah. fun of yourself. That's usually what happens. And that's what that's what I mean. Like, where was Bailey tonight? I mean, yeah, that's why she ended up in the costume. Uh, what did you kind of think of like uh, Memphis tonight? Because like he kind of threw his old school brother in under the under the bus a lot to Cody, and I kind of thought that was a curious choice for him. Like, is he just making friends with everybody and telling everybody what they want to hear, or is he actually believe that? Do you think he actually thinks like the old school guys have have a bit of an advantage? Um, yeah, okay, so you know Memphis, I don't. Uh, you've seen his season. Um, I'm not as familiar with him. And in terms of what I saw uh, so far, I was yeah, I wasn't impressed in terms of like, yeah, it might it might serve you well to throw Kesar and Janelle under the bus. You don't know like I don't know how far apart they played their seasons. I'd have to quickly reference. Kesar played seven and uh, Memphis played ten. Okay, so like they know each other, but they're not, they didn't play in the same seasons. They don't have like direct connection. And so it's a bit of a, you know, interesting like to say, okay, well, that might serve me well to say, okay, throw, you know, get rid of them or put them up because it's not better them than me. But eventually they're going to come for me too, right? Right. He should be able to identify that. But I didn't see that in tonight's episode. Memphis Uh, played a lot like Cody did in his original season where you had this mastermind alliance member who was able to kind of lay low and not convince anybody he was doing any of the masterminding, but he was, and that was what Dan did. And that's what Derek did. Both those guys did the same thing. And both of them had right hand men, which also allowed it to happen, you know, without Cody and without Memphis on their original seasons with Dan and Derek, those guys don't win. Like, you know, so that counts for something, you know, as much as good as Derek and Dan were, they needed Cody and Derek. Because if they didn't Name have Cody and Memphis, you mean? Yeah, sorry, Cody and Memphis. If they didn't have Cody and Memphis, those guys don't get to the end. They just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think they do because those guys were great at figuring out all the the social strategic part. But Cody and Memphis were really good at smoothing everything over. And you saw it tonight. Cody is really good at smoothing things over. Even when he's nominating you, he's gonna give you a hug. Memphis is really good when he's like trying to figure out like, okay, I'm not going on the block, but I'm going to make sure that the HOH is going to say good things about me when he's not HOH. And that count, that counts for a lot because when the HOH steps down and is not the HOH next week, that HOH still like the guy from the, or the girl from the previous week has a lot of clout. They have a lot of clout in who, where the votes are going. What what's going on with Vito? What's going on with who's going to what room and who's talking about what? Like Cody, you watch next week. Cody will have a lot of influence in the minority or the majority alliance. 
Oh, for sure. Because he's probably made a lot of deals this week just because yes, he's been HOH and everybody wants to suck up to him, especially this week. Nobody wants to be the first one on the block. Okay, but like, and just in terms of like, who does Cody have in this house, Jeff? That's what I'm trying to really get a sense of. Like, let's, okay, we say he's got Nicole. Let's say Nicole's with him, right? Yeah, and he's, he's got, got Enzo. Ty- he's got, okay, he's got Enzo and he's got Tyler peripherally, right? And he's got Memphis, sort of. We don't and he's know. Got, and Christmas, perhaps? Like, Yeah, Christmas wasn't really on the episode, but uh, from the live feeds, people have said that Christmas is in Cody's back pocket. Okay, so he's got so that's you know that's a pretty that's uh that's six right there in terms of numbers. Right. Uh does he have that might be it. That honestly might be it. Like that's firmly with him. Firmly with him. Uh does he have Danny Donato? No. But he has but, kind of he kind of has Danny Donato through Nicole's proxy. You know, yeah. so that's the thing. That's what what works in Big Brother. You pick up like four, five, six proxies. Right, that are in your alliance, and then they try to form bonds with the other people, and then right. you just string them along as long as you can until you can get rid of them. This is the level six playbook. This is the Tyler yes. playbook. Yes. Right? So, so you know, if they have okay, they'll have okay. So then that's, that's their that's the new level six, perhaps. Cody, Nicole, Frenzel, Enzo, Tyler, Memphis, and Christmas. Right, yeah. and if they if they can stay strong. They could be devastating. They could devastate. That depends. That depends who wins HOHs next week. So say yes. like a Caser yes. or a Janelle or an Ian or any of those people win win the big uh, the HOH next week, and they they already know. Like the the fact is, Derek would never would have allowed, or Dan would never have allowed for like Cody and Nicole. Their their cover got blown right away, and it was because of Cody. Cody did not lie good. When he was the HOH there, and he 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 lied to the Kaser and Janelle are too smart. They played this game way too much. They know when people are lying to them, and Cody's not that as good of a liar as he thinks he is. And that's you know he's better at the smoothing over, but he's not good at deceiving. And that's what Dan and Derek were really good at. That's why they got the money, you know, when they won. Right. Okay. But tell me this. Okay. Then who's the who's the opposition alliance to that six? If they're who's who's the Faute to their level six? I would say is, the Faute would be like you would have Nicole Anthony in the Faute, Ian would be in the Faute, Davon, Case Arjanel, um, right? Case Arjanel. So there's five right there. Keisha then, or Kevin, whoever stays. Keisha absolutely or Kevin would be in there. And then who knows where David is and who knows where Bailey is? We don't really know. Well, I think there's a whole. I think I, I don't think you know where Davon is. I think Davon will play both sides. Um, I think that um, Paul Anthony, I don't know what she'll do exactly. Danny, I think well, I think you'll have like this group of floaters, which will be Danny, Nicole Anthony, Ian, and Davon. And then yeah. on the, and then this sort of uh, minority power alliance will be uh, what's the re- whoever stays between Keisha or Kevin, uh, Janelle, Kesar, and who am I missing? Well, Bailey's another one. I don't know where she'll land. But let's you know I, if she's depends. close with. It depends. Okay, so like, all right, depends who wins the HOH next week. Really, really matters because say like, let's say like one of those people we don't know wins it, like David or Bailey. God knows what's gonna happen. It, it'll all be about who's better at persuasion. Whereas if like an Ian wins it or a Nicole Anthony wins it, right? Then we kind of we can kind of expect like I expect if one of those kind of people wins it, we'll see like an Enzo Cody go on the block, you know, 
And if that happens, then we'll, we'll get a good season. Like, I actually think it's pretty mixed. I'm surprised, like I said earlier, that Cody did not align himself with the comp competition beasts because that's that's a best way to ensure your safety is align yourself. If I was Cody, it would have been Ian, Janelle, Kaser, uh, probably Nicole Franzel. She's going to be good at the competitions. And, and Tyler, like those kind of people would have been the people I wanted to align with the most. Maybe Christmas as well, because Christmas seems pretty pretty good at them as well. Uh, but those type of people, like I would not want to align with like Kevin and the Keishas and the Enzos and the people that suck at the competitions and just get by on their personality. You know, And that is a very important part about Big Brother. You need to get by on your personality. But at the same time, you want to kind of have that safety net, I think. Uh, and and, but you, you, and if you're scared of that, those players early, like if you're scared of the Janelles and you're scared of the Casers and the Ians and the players that are good at the competitions, by the time they're all gone, everybody's going to be looking at you. Yeah, because you that know? will be the trend by then. That's right. That'll be the trend. So you want to make the trend the lower level players. If you're players, Cody, the non-gamers, the, the floaters. So the so I get why he put Keisha and Kevin up because Keisha and Kevin will both be floaters and get by on their personalities. Uh, so, but they're both old schoolers, which to do that, I think is a mistake. I think you should have put up one old schooler and one new schooler. I think that would have been a lot. There's way more to... like, depends where you want to consider the line between new school and old school. Exactly. Where that falls. Um, well, because it's not 10 and what, what season did Kevin play? Uh, I think Kevin, like, Oh, sorry. Oh? Kevin, I forget what season he played. Kevin played on 11. Yeah, so like they're like right around Memphis, you know, like that whole. whole Yeah, they're like, yeah, like Kevin's a year after Memphis. Right. Right. And then, and then Ian's a year after that. But then he's, he's three years after that. Ian's 14. Oh, he's 14. Yeah. Right, so yeah. it's a little bit different Rachel than it was Riley era, which sucked, and nobody likes the Rachel Riley. Some people do, but I don't. Maybe fifteens, because there's no Big Brother fifteen people here. They will never bring back Big Brother fifteen. <laughs> that was the racist season, Dave, and nobody. That was, was my no... first season. I know, and it's my one of my favorite seasons because it had Amanda Zuckerman on it, and she was amazing for TV watching. I don't know if yeah. I would like her in person, but BB fifteen was um, drama. <laughs> it was know, a it was lot great. of drama. Like I know it was they had controversy and like what um what's her it name? Controversy because of one player. Yeah, that one but that one player did was not good. But no. the, the season was entertaining. Yes. Um great. Like you can't bring back like a player that wasn't involved in all of that. Like you can't bring back a Jesse Kowalski. You can't bring back somebody from that McCray, somebody like a, like a like even um an Andy Heron who won that season. Yeah, uh, I don't think that, Andy Hare would not have got along with Nicole. She she called it. He called her out on uh, Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Like it would have been. I think that there was there were you know the sixteen that we got. I think are are an interesting group. I think, but there could have been other people in here, and I think someone from that particular season would have been nice. But I get it. Um, and so where yeah, where was it going with all this? Like in terms of how this these alliances are going to play out. Like in a typical season, what we've been seeing this in Big Brother Canada and Big Brother USA over the last few years, uh, especially I, it might have always been the way, but I, like you really see it now, even compared to maybe sixteen or something like that. You have like sort of what's the um, the A-listers, right? Like, if you want to like look at it that way, like sort of like the uh, the top people, the most 
popular people, whatever. It's kind of very high school leads for junior high uh, dynamic. And then what what's what's tend to happen in these types of seasons now is oh, what do I? Uh, what 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 I tend to do in these types of seasons now is that you have a bunch of people who are just on the outside of that, like right, like like of these floater group, right? That aren't in the they're not full on outcasts. They're not full on minority alliance members. They're not. Uh, Faute members. They're sort of like this group in between that aspire to be in level six, right? And that would be like, what was that guy's name? JC, right? Like, it's those kinds of people. Like, they're like, oh, I'm not in the, I'm not with the weird people, but I'm, that they're not good enough to be in the sort of this elite crew either. Like, they're not in the top six, right? They're sort of, they're peripherals. They're sort of hanger ons. Um, and that's, and so that's what I'm kind of maybe seeing is, is happening here if should this theory be true that we've kind of gotten to that uh, an alliance of six that includes cody nicole franzel enzo tyler memphis and christmas could be this year's level six and then you'll have i think people like danny and uh even like nicole anthony as well and and others ian perhaps davon who are going to be this floater group they're not going to be full-on rebels uh, and they're going to try to play both sides or they're going to try to like suck up if they, it, you know, be, that's even considering they understand that they're on the outside of this majority alliance, which they may not even know because Tyler will play a game that will disrupt that. Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, I think it's going to be an interesting season though. Like overall, I think the characters are going to be pretty good. There are certain ones that stood out for me tonight. I really loved Kaser. I think he's going to be great. Uh, I, I really I think he's just gonna be a great DR guy. I think he's super smart. Um, when he was on season six and season seven, like he was the smartest guy on the show, but everyone knew it. You know, like yeah. that was that's the problem with it. Everyone knows it when he's there around him. He's super intelligent. Like you just saw it even tonight with the DJ thing. Like he, he Janelle was a uh, she couldn't do that. She, she <laughs> took, took her twice as long that it took it him. Took, to took her forever. Right. And like, yeah, Kaser, you know, no problem. Uh, and it's just pressing buttons. But it, I just think he's like I know Janelle's a comp piece and it wasn't her competition, but Kaser is just like a he's a really intuitive guy, and he was able to figure out real quick that Cody was lying to him. So it was Janelle, but I think that also came from I think Kaser gave her a heads up, and and, and I just think he's the player that when he gets power, I'm really excited to watch because I think he's going to, he's going to be cutthroat and he's, he's going to be. Yeah. That's the thing is that though, if he's not, if he doesn't get power and if that power belongs to any one of those six that we've mentioned, even if it goes, let's say Danny Donato wins the HOH, you know, who does she put up? Does she put up a, does she put up a Kesar and a Janelle just because, the majority alliance doesn't like it and you'll you know that's the house pressure the right the right strategic thing to do is to yes you do go after that big alliance you have to cut it down right you can't let them continue to uh keep those numbers while all the people who aren't in that alliance are knocked off but that's why tyler was so effective when you know and, and his whole his whole level six alliance right that included angela and uh, Casey and and uh, a whole bunch of them, right? Like that they were they were so good at not looking like they were in alliance, but actually being in alliance, having all the sort of like these peripheral uh, vassals to them, uh, mm-hmm. and then knocking them off once they got rid of their sort of rival alliance, which was Faute, which was just a disaster anyway. But um, 
I think that's what we're likely to see because we kind of just knowing these players, knowing the players that I know, the only uh, and of those of those six that we're talking about, I don't know Enzo, but we're just assuming he's sort of like a number for Cody, and that the rest okay, of them. Let me will... explain. Let me explain to you real quick what Enzo is. Okay, Enzo is the bro that has no strategic bone in his body. Okay, he's good at competitions and he's good at keeping his alliance safe. That's who he is. He did it in his own one season with the brigade. When they got to the end, the brigade chose not to bring him to the end, even though he sucked strategically. That's who Enzo is. He's the guy you bring. You bring deep. He's beast mode cowboy. He's Italian beast mode cowboy. That's who Enzo is. He's the guy. He's a dumb bag of rocks that you bring to the end, and then you cut him when you need to. And, and, and that that's that's who he is. Like that, he's great at competitions. He's great at he's a clown of the party. He's he's a he's a really nice guy. He's really great at getting along, but he has no strategic bones in his body, and it's annoying. And I hope he goes early because he's one of those players that he doesn't bring much other than when the competitions happen. Right. <sighs> yeah. Like I just like that's why will will um. Tyler want to keep around Enzo. Will Christmas want to keep around? Enzo yes, friends. Absolutely, yes? those players will want to keep him around. The players that those players don't want to. This is what. All right, this is the divide I see happening in this season. People who are good at competitions and people who are not. We already saw it tonight. Cody and Tyler and Christmas and Enzo and all these players that are good at the competitions. I already said this, that Co but Cody was like, there's too many of us. We can't have Janelle and Kaser come on this party. So they need to go with the people who suck at the competitions who are Kevin and uh, Keisha and, you know, Dave Bond and, you know, the Nicole Anthony, all these people who suck at the competitions. They're all going to go into this basket and they're gonna figure like this isn't gonna be like level six or or uh, the what was the big uh, the big alliance in uh, sixteen? It was uh, the moving company or whatever. It's in fifteen. Uh, that was fifteen. I thought uh, sixteen with the Derek uh, wasn't it? Wasn't the moving company in sixteen? Anyway. I don't know what Derek's alliance. He had the Hitman, but then he had sort of a bigger no, the alliance. Big, the big alliance in sixteen. Anyway, it was all the players that were good at the competitions. Okay. It was Beastville Cowboy. It was Derek. It was Cody. It was all Zach. these players. Zach. They were all in this, like, Devin originally started that alliance uh, because they all saw that we were, we're all the players that are good at this, this you know, competitions and stuff, so we'll stick together. But eventually, they'll cut each other when those people become annoying. That's why they got rid of Devin. That's why eventually they got rid of Zach, you know, right? Yeah, but, exactly. So, but who's weak here? Who 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 are the who are the bad competition people? Is Keisha one of them? Is, Keisha's is one? definitely one of them. Ke I would say we he, until he proves himself, David is definitely one of them. I would say Memphis from his performance in the first competition is probably going to be one of them. I mean, I hope he's better, but damn, that was terrible. Uh, Nicole, Nicole Anthony, An Nicole Anthony's dead, bad at the competitions uh, until she proves otherwise. Ian is one of these guys, like you said, there's Ian and Daniel Donato are really the floaters this season. Those two players are both players that have made it to the end that are really good at just playing the middle, making sure that somebody else is targeted. They're both of those players play the same game. And D Daniel, you want Daniel Donato said it tonight. I want to lay low and I want to make sure I'm just not the person targeted. Ian's thinking the same way. 
Nicole Anthony is a total opposite. She wants to be in power. She wants to uh, hold the power with an with a with a iron fist. But when 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 it comes to the competitions, anybody can win. So when, once somebody wins, like that's like off the wall, you're gonna go, oh wow, that that really changes things. Yeah, like I'm hoping like we get like a really upset HOA. I, I like I would love to see a KSR win next week and to sort of like well he probably respond against Cody and Nicole. I'd like, or... to, I'd like to see like Nicole Anthony win it, and then who knows? Or like somebody that's like kind of mm-hmm. like whoa, or Bailey, and then pick your side, you know? Yeah, I don't think Bailey's the right one. Um, well, is ba- Bailey was one of these people who in Big Brother. Uh, what was it? Twenty? Which the one with Tyler? Twenty, right? Twenty-one. Uh, Twenty-one. With with that, it was very much a um, you know she was one of these people on like I said on the outs of the level six who wanted sort of in with that crew, who wants to be part of that, and then you know thinks that they are until they aren't in power anymore, and then they went after Bailey because she had a power. So I hope that that she's learned her lesson. I, I you know I think that she has. Who knows? I've only seen a very little bit here, so I don't have a lot of information to go off of. And I would like to talk about live feeds if we can, because um, you get to the or spoilers, sort of spoilers. Or you yeah, just talk about kind of like what happened before there. I just want to get into all of it, so maybe we'll go into a full spoiler uh, warning here. Uh, or, you know, uh, maybe this is a spoiler. Yeah, we don't have a spoiler song or anything, but we're we're going into well, maybe it's maybe it's. Yeah, we're going into spoilers mode. We're going into everything. We're going to be talking about veto. We're going to be talking about just what's been going on in the house, what the alliances are. I don't know any of it. If you're um, if you're curious to know what's going to going on in the house, kind of what the dynamics are uh, ahead of this Wednesday broadcast, because you know I always look at it as you don't really know what's happening uh, in the house. Really, you only know what's on the edit. But, you know, I think that it, I understand, like, you get more enjoyment from watching an episode without that knowledge. So uh, so whatever works for you. Uh, but I just want to let you know that we are going to be talking about everything that's going on, uh, potentially, that they haven't shown us so far. They haven't been part of these two episodes, at least. So, Jeff, with that said, I think we can you know, get into it. Uh, let's talk what's going on in the house. So do you know, okay, okay what's the first thing I want to know? Yeah. Do you know who won the veto? Yes. Who was it? Enzo. Enzo. Okay. Okay. And so Enzo. He wins competitions and he doesn't piss anybody off. That's who, that's who he is. Okay. So that's great for Cody. Yeah, because Cody could backdoor anybody he wanted to this week because he has Enzo. Yeah, he's Enzo with them. They're Jersey boys. They're Jersey guys, whatever. So. Sherry, baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, do you know the outcome? Was there a veto ceremony? That the veto ceremony will happen until tomorrow. Tomorrow. But we presumably he'll keep the noms the same, or do we have it? Okay. So, my next question is: What are the dynamics of this house exactly? Are we looking at um, this alliance that I'm talking about? Where am I? Where am I off? Who is aligned with who? That maybe we haven't talked about so far. Okay. Right now, from what I can tell, Keisha is the one that's going to be the target because that's what Cody wants. Cody likes Kevin. Cody says he has a connection with Kevin. They've uh, they've had a bunch of conversations with each other. You saw it in the episode tonight. 
they seem to like each other, but more Cody toward Kevin. Kevin, I think, is going when when he gets his chance, is going to stab Cody in the back. So, I think that that's testimony to Kevin because it, obviously he's a great liar. Uh, so, I think that's kind of what we see. We also have an alliance, kind of like well, a, maybe a potential alliance, a fake alliance, maybe something that might happen. Danielle donato went to memphis and said i kind of want to start an alliance with like five or six people i want to call it the unusual suspects and i want to get people like nicole anthony and ian into this alliance and and so kind of like have this alliance that like nobody really suspects but all of a sudden like you're done right like they'll go after the big targets like the enzos like the cody's like the you know nicole and uh franzels so who, who approached who exactly sorry again danielle approached memphis now my guess is Memphis isn't going to go for that. Memphis would rather go with the Cody alliance, I would think. She basically said, I want to start an alliance with six people, but I have no idea who those six people are. So that, that was kind of where that went. Yeah, that happened That happened in the level six season. That was always going on. Yes. And then one of the six would say, nah. Yes. They, <laughs> yeah, they would steer it off. Which That's Memphis why I, might do. Like, like you know, like I like. Do they not know who Tyler is? Do they not know what his game plan is? Like I don't know how much he's pulling the strings compared to Cody, but this is this reeks of Tyler's gameplay. Oh yeah, and I respect uh, it, but it is it, it's effective. <laughs> Kesar was making fun of Janelle, saying, "I've never seen someone not try to wear their costume as much as you." Uh, Janelle was like, "Yeah, I just feel like kind of like lying in the backyard all day, uh, in my bed all day, and." not really like participating she's kind of like just laying low she's a little depressed so that's that's no just kind of just doesn't want to give a shit it seems like uh which is fine i really don't care uh nicole and keisha were getting batteries in the storage room chatting about the floor and the pov uh and it's really good you uh, nicole said it's really good you did not you did that at night you know how hot that would have been keisha said it's crazy when you we're giving our stacks inside. We're told how much we can build. So I think they were talking about the POV competition. Uh, so yeah, like Daniel comments to Cody, how he did really bad. Cody said, shut up. I couldn't figure it out to save my life. Thank God I wasn't on the block. Daniel said, so like this kind of stuff was going on after the veto. Uh, everybody can't believe Enzo got it. Cody says he's, he is the only one that got it uh, and rang in. So I don't know what the competition was, but uh, it seems like Enzo was the only one who did it right. Okay. Okay. Uh, KSR was saying they're not going to expect anything from Nicole Anthony or Ian. So maybe they would be good people to align with. So uh, KSR, Janelle, Ian, and uh, Nicole Anthony, you could see as an alliance going forward. Right. So we're assuming that Nicole Anthony and Ian are, are close. Seems seems to be, and I also think Nicole Anthony and Nicole Franzel are going to be at odds with each other. Right. Okay, so then we're starting to get a sense of who these two alliances are, right? So it's Kesar, Janelle, Nicole Anthony, Ian. Mm-hmm. Likely, let's say it's Keisha that goes, because that's who they have to lose. Right. Kevin so Campbell then, will, will probably so then go. Kevin with. will fall into that group. Yes. And then that only leaves Danny, Bailey, Davon, Davon, and, and Bailey, Bailey, right? Yeah, those kind right. of three people will be like the what do we do people right yeah and so david's the other player we haven't mentioned where he's david isn't going anywhere for a long time nobody's targeting him he's he's he he is he might as well set up 
like a campfire with some spores. He, nothing is happening to David. Nobody's targeting him. Nobody cares about him. They don't even realize he's in the house. <laughs> well, David, he could be a number, though. He could be a number for the KSR Alliance. Oh, right? he absolutely will be. We talked about KSR and, and David speaking, right? And I wasn't, I wasn't quite following their conversation. I had no idea what they said to each other, but they seem to have, a, they seem to like each other. So, um, we'll, we'll, maybe, maybe, yeah, there he's in the alliance. I don't know. I think that this Cody alliance could be done for. I think that that's why we were speaking to how bad Cody did play all this, like in terms of who he targeted and how and how he made them feel, and sort of how this is all played out. And this, I, and I think that their 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 diary room sessions were accurate, where they're saying like, "This is all stars, Cody, and you're not playing like an all star. You're kind of playing like you did that first time, and you're not kind of yeah. respecting the fact that you're playing against smarter players." Yes. Right? That, that so what you need to do players. instead of throwing a fastball, you need to throw a curveball. Right. And so what he probably should have done was like nominate people that he, he like he should have thrown up somebody like an Enzo and then somebody he really wanted out like Keisha or whatever right that way yes Enzo would be mad at him but that like it would throw everybody for a loop and that should have been like his targets and he should have been able to convince like Kaser and Janelle like hey I'm going after like Enzo and and, and like Keisha and everyone would do it I'm like well, that's weird you know, but like they wouldn't have been able to figure it out. But it was very obvious what he was doing. He was going after the two players he considered the biggest competition threats. Yeah, that weren't with him or that he didn't have a connection with. But yeah, he it, should have aligned with those people. Yeah, I think he should have. I think he should have instead of perhaps Christmas, perhaps, yes. uh, you know, in, you know, uh, Although I think he, or even Nicole, I think definitely Nicole is somebody he should not have aligned with. It's good, like you said, it's good for Nicole. It's not yeah. good for Cody, uh, really. Like, and whoever, who does he think that Nicole Frenzel brings, other than maybe Davon? Uh, I, I don't know. He was able. I think she's very convincing, and I think she was able to say to him, like, "I got Dan, Dan Daniel Donato. I've got." Uh, maybe he th he was like, "I got Christmas." Right, so like maybe, maybe I don't know. That's what I'm not quite understanding you know, in terms of what's happening in the house. Something I need to get to the bottom of. I think a lot of it's pre-game relationships that we don't really can understand. understand, you know, until until it kind of plays out. Mm -hmm. um, like Tyler was saying, what are you thinking? How are you feeling to Cody? And Cody's like, I feel good. It's going to be what it's going to be tomorrow. I think I'm just going to go Keisha. Kevin, like nothing crazy. I'm just chilling with them at least. And if I'm going based on and not going to smash someone, that is going to cause any rifts. That's how Cody plays. Uh, and it's like opened my eyes, the whole case here in Janelle. Like you guys, the people that I had conversation with must have felt like kind of some sort of way, like comfortable enough. Oh, I don't need to rush into that. I will just wait and see. Tyler says, right. <laughs> Okay, so like I doubt very much that Cody wants to put a fifth person sort of in his crosshairs this week, right? Yeah, Not you know, Star and Janelle went up, but they kind of almost were they were they were kind of the air presumptives, right? Like everyone they kind knew, of knew they were going up. They knew they were going up. They knew they were going up. Everyone knew it, and yeah. they they saved themselves and good for them. But yeah, to put like a fifth person into the dynamic now, like this in his first HOH. Like the first in the first HOH of this All Star season, like I leave Noms the same, like unless Enzo yeah. uses the the POV. But if I'm, I'm, if I'm Cody, I'm like Enzo, you better not fucking use that POV. 
Whatever, let's say let let's say this is Cody. He's dumb enough to probably try something like um like you know kind of crazy. Like oh, I have to make a big move. I have to make a big swing. Try and backdoor like case and they can't backdoor backdoor like Memphis. He goes to he goes like to them. Enzo Jeff. He says to Enzo, my Jersey brother, like you have to help me out here. I have to backdoor blank. Who is it? Who is that name? Probably Nicole Anthony because I, I I think like Nicole Franzel is really running the HOH and she would be like oh my god like I can't have this Nicole she said something bad about me on a podcast so I can't really have this Nicole Anthony on the house and then like Cody be like oh yeah you're right you know and it's just like <laughs> I could see something like that happening like where he's like okay all right, all right Enzo use it uh, on uh, on Kevin because I like Kevin. And okay, then we'll so put up Nicole Anthony. Let's say that happens, right? So let's say, okay, he puts Nicole Anthony up and and he gets enough votes to get her out. Um, now you have those four people. You still have Kesar, Janelle, Kevin, and Keisha, and sort of uh, the next strongest ally of Nicole Anthony, which is Ian, all automatically against you. That's right. right? You probably, you'll probably turn Devon against uh, at least Nicole Franzel. So... Like it doesn't it doesn't play. Like, I'd be extremely survived if we see the veto used this week. Um, and it seems like Keisha will sort of be the easy vote. I very much I don't see why they would vote Kevin out. But I don't. Well, he's just as good of a person to vote out as Keisha. But I, I think Keisha's going on home. That'd be my guess. Uh, sh- nobody cares that Keisha's on this season. Like Cody even said it himself. Like like. He's like, I don't even know her face. I don't know who she is. Um, I don't know who she is either, Jeff. Do you know who she, she is? She probably shouldn't be on the season. I mean, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, Cody said the same thing, but like, she's not really an all star. Even though she went deep, like Jamil said, like she's not a notable character. Like she, she's just fourth not, place. Like, uh, but she played on the same season as Memphis. She went deep, but nobody remembers that season for Keisha. Everybody remembers that season for Dan and, and Memphis. Like those were the two guys. Uh, Keisha went deep, yes, but like it wasn't like the Keisha show. It definitely wasn't the Keisha show at all. It Why wouldn't like, Memphis want to keep Keisha around? I think Memphis is a cutthroat player, man. I, I think he's gonna play like he's gonna play both sides of every alliance. He's gonna play a lot like Davon wants to play and the way Nicole wants to play. Those three players, you watch out for them because they know how to balance both sides, and they're both doing. They're all doing it. You watch the way they're playing. Except Devon hasn't really impressed me yet. She's saying all the Devon. She always says the right things. Yeah, we we yeah, I didn't really in the diary room, but in the game, in the house, in the game, Devon kind of sucks. Well, I think the way she handles the just the social dynamics, the way you know she's very she's someone who's very much like scorned by people. She's she feels spite for lies or for people going against her at all in general but just you know anything like that she she's incredibly personal she yeah. doesn't like take she doesn't really make the best decisions in her her gameplay she's an all-star in the sense of like she's an incredible personality she's this amazing diary room person and like i think she's she has um charm and i think that there's a reason she's been on this show and a bunch of other shows um because of that but in terms of like as a big brother game player not really. She's she's basically a recruit that's very entertaining. Um, she she has a great she has skills like she's able to read people incredibly well. But what she does with that information, how she plays that into her gameplay, is usually the wrong instinct. 
Uh, she usually doesn't make the right call in sort of the heat of the moment in history. She's but, really bad at creating a one-on-one bond with somebody that is tight. Yeah, but like that's she, but that's she not a, it's a numbers that. game in Big Brother, and so she's not not going to go far if she can only make one bond. Well, no, no, did. it is important, but I don't even feel like she can create that one bond. Like I don't, I feel like she tries to play both sides and if you're not good at it you got to be really good at it if you're going to do that and if you're not you're going to get targeted you're going to be out so fast and that's what happened to dave on both times and it, it you have to be able to trust somebody that has the ability to get into power janelle was really good at this too like when janelle played especially in season seven and season 14, but especially season, uh, season 14, she went out early, but season seven, she was able to trust Boogie and Dr. Will. And then it got to the point where both they cut her, but like they got to final four together. She was able to trust those guys to get her far. Once you get down to the final four, or the final five, it's like literally like who wins the parlor game gets to kind of win the game It's ridiculous. But the, the, the early part of the game is really, really crucial. You have to create bonds. If you do not and you and everything is about you, then it's going to be very bad for you. You know, in, in one week or two weeks, you know, you have to be able to stay out of those crosshairs. Janelle and Kaser, you saw it tonight. Both of them were really good at figuring out, okay, we're in the crosshairs. We got to get out of these crosshairs, right? Kevin Campbell tried to cry on Cody's shoulder to try and get out of the crosshairs because he saw it coming and it didn't work. And, you know, so like there, there are players that they, at least he tried. Keisha was just, was like in like a bedroom, like, Oh, I feel like it's going to be me, you know, and she did nothing about it. And that's what happens when you do nothing about it. If you don't go up to the room and actually talk to the person, like you saw Cody tonight, like, I appreciate you actually coming up here talking to me. You have to do it. If you don't do it, you're an easy target. Like, you know, he, that's what Cody said tonight. He's like, well, I don't really know you people. If you, if, if you force that, that relationship, then it's way harder for Cody to even put a Kevin up or whoever. Yeah. Or at least attach yourself to someone who's attached to him. Right, like have some kind of connection to his connection, but you have to be in his orbit, or he's not going to do much to uh, to help you out there. Okay, um, I think we are, we're coming up on an hour here, or we're just past an hour actually. So uh, I think we're we're probably good for this episode. In yeah, terms of, uh, how we broke it down. I'm I'm, I'm uh, excited to talk about um, Wednesday and the actual how the veto plays out. We're expecting it not to be used, and we expect Keisha to go Thursday. But I'm you know I think in terms of um, We'll talk about that episode and what, what what's involved in that episode, but we'll also just talk about sort of what's going on in the house as well, uh, as well as the Thursday eviction. And also, you want, we want to check out our other channels, uh, in particular, uh, Live Long and Podcast, which is a Star Trek theme uh, channel where we do a bunch of podcasts every week, and uh, it's almost one a night. Uh, Tuesday, we're doing our D Space Nine rewatches. We do that uh, at nine o'clock on Tuesdays. Um, we're going into the near the end of the first season right now and doing an episode. Um, Oh, it's called like, I don't know, it's, I, I can't remember the name. It's called Persona Distribute or something, but we're doing that one Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it's like episode 16 of the first season. Uh, and on Wednesday, we're going to be doing original series rewatch uh, with my dad, our dad, uh, as we're going to be covering uh, this week, an episode called Shore Leave from the first season. Thursday, we're going to be covering the next episode of um, Star Trek Lower Decks. And on Saturday, we'll have our next installment of Star Trek Radio Theater, where we reenact Star Trek scripts. And this time, we're going to be doing an episode of Voyager called Worst Case Scenario. 
So um, hope you can check out all of our stuff over on Live Long and Podcast if you happen to be a Star Trek fan. If not, it's probably not a place you'd want to go. Uh, we also have our, sh- our channel called Trivial Debates, which um, um, is a uh, debate show, comedy show, fight show. It's kind of a lot of fun where we talk about movies, TV, music, sports, and more. So um, check that channel out. It's just at Trivial Debates on all the social media platforms. And I think that's it. Jeff, any final comments? No, that's it. I think uh, we'll see you back next week for what's going on here at Big Brother. But like, uh, if you're catching this uh, on the rewatch, uh, please feel free to look out for our podcast. Look out for our live streams, uh, you know, live after each episode of Big Brother or when we're doing our Star Trek stuff. Just, you know, come check us out. Don't be shy. Uh, comment and uh, get engaged with us. If you want to come on with us, you want to come talk about Big Brother, you got all these hot takes that you want to get out of your system, please feel free to come on and talk to us. Yeah. I think we, we had a late one tonight, Jeff, because this episode yes. this episode of Big Brother, which on Sunday normally at right. 8 o'clock, 8 or to 10 o'clock, we didn't get on here till about 10 after 11 Eastern. So, uh, and we're now just past midnight, uh, heading into uh, a Monday, of course, into a work week. So it's it's just been a, it's it's this has been a late one. Uh, we weren't expecting too many viewers, but uh, we hope you'll uh, you'll join us for our future installments and uh, check us out here at Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. All right, stay out there. Or, no, I don't know. I don't have a send off, but have a good night. <laughs> Expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. Super Mater Bros Podcasting. Oh, thank you.